Well, welcome back to another edition of Old Man Exercises, or Exercises with Old Man. Feels like it's been a really long time since we've done this. It's amazing the week. Sometimes feels like they fly by, and then this just felt like, man, I hadn't just uh, talked to everybody in, in forever, but we're back at it. It's uh, May the 4th. Uh, I'm not going to do my corny May the 4th be with you. I think that's played out, but you'll know that. But uh, glad to be back um, here with episode 2 on Old Man Exercises. We uh, had a good good first podcast, a lot of, a lot of feedback, good, bad, indifferent, um, maybe just uh, a lot of... Uh, Questions, maybe? Questions is not a good way to put it. But uh, regardless, I really appreciate uh, what we're out there to do. And that's just ramble. (laughs) Anyway, um, we're back on episode two. And based on the time frame, we'll see what we can get into today. So, yeah, I've been pondering a little bit more about this. This is kind of a very organic podcast living breathing podcast i have no clue at times what the format and segment's going to be but i have thought about the segment and format and kind of probably help me keep me on task and uh keep me squared away when i talk about because i probably could sit here and next thing you know i'm talking about the same thing over and over and over again so kind of looking at going over some exercising, what I'm doing today, what I've been doing this past week, and kind of what I go through, um, and kind of week in review, you know, it's a week since we uh, did this last, so week in review and kind of what's on my mind, kind of what's been going on, and then I actually got some questions from you all out there, and I want to go over a few of those, thanks to executive producer Joe for helping pull those together. Thank him for that. So, um, anyway, let's just uh, let's get into it. As you can tell, the machine's rocking. The breathing's a little different, and so we're uh, we're on it. We're uh, back on the elliptical. At this point, it just helps doing the elliptical. My time is uh, work, kids, and everything else. It's just tough to find time I think it's this corona stuff is when you've got two full-time working parents two elementary age kids who need a lot of hand-holding on their schoolwork parenting since they're here constantly and then every other thing that needs to be done around the house it's uh, challenging so fortunate to be in the home gym again on the elliptical and trying to knock some stuff out so, got that going today, stretching, um, trying to work on some core activities after this, and you know, really looking at some other activities I need to do. Now, at this point, the heart, you know, staying in shape, most important thing, and uh, trying to stay loose, stay stretched, and uh, work on the core. So that's kind of what we're doing today. 
We're about five minutes in on our elliptical exercising. Um, going through a kind of a hill, I don't say hill climb, I guess it's a kind of variety here. See, once again, look at that. I stick my hands on the on the uh, heart rate, throwing at a high reading of 169. I just, that just doesn't feel right, so of course I'll take my hands off and jump back on it. So last week I did some exercise plus elliptical, did um, some biking with Sawyer and you know, inspired by one of other listeners, Brett, to never done it before, just surprising, never done it before, how much I walk when I cut my grass, and, and really wasn't much of an exercise, I'd say, but this gave me an idea, so it looked pretty funny on the map. So, it's kind of what we've been um, doing in the weeks past, exercise to almost every day, did have a, I guess a rest day yesterday, um, was going to get on it, but uh, took the boys to the lake for the day. Tried to get some stuff done before we did that, so I just didn't get a chance to to jump on that. But the uh, here we are. In terms of uh, new activities on exercising later, will be um, some side crunches, some crunches, uh, some planking, some. Uh, different push-ups and just really stretching out through that time period making sure my cardio and my heart rate stays at a good level throughout all of that we'll check in throughout the segment to kind of give you an idea of what, what we're at on our on our exercise hit a point where I want to up my resistance a little bit kind of goes up and down but I like to get it warmed up first for a few, about five or six minutes, and then I'll get, get a little higher. So we can review, man. Like I said earlier, we just seemed like a lot happened, but now I'm sitting here thinking through my thoughts, and like, what did happen? I've got like this sticky note, and I only wrote down like two things. Aliens and coronavirus. <laughs> sure, a lot more crap happened over the last week, but no. First is aliens. Um, one of our listeners is a uh, one of our listeners is a uh, is a uh, new member of uh, Mufon. I believe that's what it's called. Um, sorry about that. I believe it's Mufon. So he's a new proud member. And uh, he's been a, uh, old Davey's been a lifelong believer in the supernatural. And I think he's, with some of the new revelations this past week, you know, there's been out there, those videos have been out there of unidentified flying objects or whatever the military called them, unidentified aeronautical something or another. But what it confirms is that it's, I mean, nobody's doctored that this is the video that's really out there. So that was, you know, in terms of 
something different. I, uh, it's hard to explain that. Hard to really understand what's going on. In a future episode, we'll love to have Davey on to talk about UFOs and MUFON and all that. Not sure if you can hear me continue pausing, but that's the issue that's going on now. Interrupt. Then you lose your train of thought. Anyway, back at it. So yeah, talk about that and we talk about some other topics. You know, I think still very clear, very on the forefront of all of our minds is this whole COVID-19, Corona stuff. It's, uh, you know, we're about to see what's going to go on. A lot of states <clears throat> over the last week opening back up. They're opening back up today. Some still holding that line of uh, social distancing. Um, we've got, you know, new data coming out every day. It's, it's really going to be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, I, I, my opinions on the whole thing is, uh, I mean, I think yes. In the beginning, and all we did was the right thing to do. And we, we didn't know what really to expect. All we can go with is the scientists, doctors, all the people who know, the, who've been experienced, and the models. I mean, you can take the approach of, you know, like, huh, I'm not going to listen to them and take my chances. Or you can take what they have and then go from there. So I think we did the right thing. I think, in my opinion, that the data each day gets different. I wouldn't say we, as a nation, overreacted. I just think the data is not following the models. A lot of times those models can be worst case scenario. Um, it can be uh, a certain way. Um, so we, we definitely um, have seen not as bad. And I say that, that I don't mean anything for all the people who are working their tails off during this and the people who have been affected by it. I mean, I'm totally, it's all, I mean, it's all, a lot of people affected. But what I mean is we're now getting actual data to make more informed decisions as opposed to modeling. You know, you can see this in any decisions that are ever made before we know we have to model go by what we can <coughs> estimate and then once we have actual data we adjust and so I think at this point one our governors and others are really starting to you know, feel the economic pressure and two then some of the data is coming back to say you know maybe it's not where the models are suggested I don't want to see deadly or anything. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, that's hard, but it's just lower than the models have said. Now, with that being said, though, I mean, I think the governors and everybody moving forward here on out, they kind of have to do a risk assessment. 
I know, and kind of just throw it all out there on the big whiteboard and just, all right, here's all the risk, here's all the things we know, and then here's the things that we're giving up for these risks, and here's the impacts on that. And at some point, you've got to give and take. And, uh, you know, I've got a, the article's name, and I apologize for not being able to quote it, but this article last week I read and made very good points about, you know, are people avoiding doctor's cases for pains and different things that would normally go, and now they're being left undetected because they don't want to go to the hospital. And then they're far more serious heart heart issues or cancer or something than, than potentially COVID-19 is to them, you know, younger adults and things. Economy, are we making all these risks, I mean, not risks, but taking away all of these things, taking all these measures, and it's really, you know, hampering the economic part of it. Now, I agree, life is more important than that, but if the data keeps showing that this disease, this virus, is not what they model and is more in line with maybe other things, and they start getting more testing and more antibodies and different things, then we can start adjusting and realize that we can do things differently. You know, I think a lot of people trying to make a cause and effect or causation that because we did social distancing the numbers are not where they're at you can't do that anybody who's done any research or any level knows unless you control every single variable and data point there's no way they can make a causation correlation yes is there a correlation some of the things we've done has potentially slowed or stopped correlation yes but it's also hard really still hard to draw I'd say it's just like causation but some conclusions I'll go ahead and bless it I think they were necessary I mean I think only unknown we don't really know. I mean, it's like, you know, your child sticking their finger in a socket. We as adults know what the hell's going to happen. But they don't know. And so, when you're trying to explain to them, you, know, you don't just stick your finger in there. And, you know, they do it anyway. And it shocks the hell out of them. They're not going to do it again. But... You don't just go willy-nilly, blindly, stick your finger in there. No one, there's a possibility something's bad going to happen. I'm going to stick it in there anyway. And I think that's what we had to do. So, you know, I think it's, we're kind of, like I said a minute ago, you got to make a decision. You got to say, all right, what's the worst of to us? And I think you see that all over the board in my field where, going through decisions right now. Do we open school? Do we have high school graduations? When do we open school? What will it look like? 
the decisions we're having now is extreme. So no school, e-learning, same old, same old, or back to normal. And at this point, for someone to make a decision right now, I think it's not smart. I think we need to be planning for all that and in between to understand what we may need may need or may, may not need to do to prepare for school going back, but I don't think it's way too premature to make a decision on that. So, you know, I mean, me personally, it goes back to that risk assessment. Where is it once we get more and more data on the death rates and the exposure and the seriousness of it for children and all the people involved to what we need to do with learning. You know, I've heard a lot of people talking about how e-learning is going, going well, it's going to be a game changer. I think yes. I think it showed that there's the ability to be more e-learning for districts and others across the country, state, who have been against e-learning or didn't think it would work or don't have the resources, I think it's shown that e-learning can can help can, in some certain areas. Some subjects gives choice for students who may want to do that. I think that's a good option. But I think it's not an all or nothing. I think if you look at all the benefits that traditional school, brick and mortar buildings, those activities give. Kids, the social aspect, the interactions, the extracurricular activities, the, all the other positives that come with school. School is just for us who are doing parenting, e-learning with their kids. I mean, I, I give it up for the homeschool parents, and that's the decision they made. But if I had to make a decision, it's school because of all the positives that school has on kids. Many of us, lots of us, play. all of us had that. We all had different experiences. Plus or negative. You learn from it. Just, those experiences developed you. And you might have made you know, school either helped you on a path or showed you what path not to go on. And I think that why, you know, I think we need to continue to wait on data, continue to wait as long as we can, and then we move to more of a back to, back to school, back to how it needs to be done. Will we see modifications? Will life be different? Yes, guarantee it. You know, there's going to be a lot of parents who feel opposite of I do. I think we shouldn't go to school unless have to understand that. But, you know, will class sizes be smaller? Will more people wear masks or it's optional if you want to or not? Will there be more hand washing stations, sanitizer? Will lunches look differently? Will you now eat in the classroom as opposed to going to the cafeteria or, you know, have, you know, not just one cafeteria in school designs. You've got multiple dining areas. We see that already in some of our high schools, but elementary and middle. Does, you know, 
large activities in school look different. Recess, playground. You know, I think there's, what are you doing wellness checks? I think all the questions on the board, and I think at some point, we've got to make that risk assessment, is it? I mean, what's the breaking point? And having more data on this virus is coming. The thing about it is we've now, we've now opened this up. So, well, this is COVID-19 because it was found in COVID in the year 19, which you know, I think our president said the 19 version in some press conference, which was inaccurate, but because it was first found in 2019. Well, it's COVID-20, if it's some other thing. And because of how we reacted to this one, I guarantee it's in the first time we're going to be going through this. And so I think we really, really need to heal the data and our leaders, our government officials, our private sector, our medical professionals need to debrief and really go through it and say, all right, here's an action item report. You know, kind of like we did with 9-11 and other major events. I mean, we... We changed after 9-11, and rightfully so. But I think it's something we didn't just go right through it. I mean, some things we did with the, you know, checking that TSA and stuff, but, you know, we realized the Homeland Security stuff with monitoring people all the time might have been too far. Maybe we need to, you know, scale back on that and think, think we have. So, I hope... As we continue to go through this, there's a really big after action report, and we ended up making recommendations, CDC and others, to when this happens and when it's happening again, because it's going to. I mean, it's inevitable. Maybe it's the disease that we encountered worse, maybe it's less, but the way the reaction by the media, the way the reaction by people is, is about it, it's going to happen. You know, I'm, I'm not one of those people who think the media is awful and all that. I mean, they, they, play, a, they play a part, especially reporting. They play a, a part to hold people accountable and protect us. I mean, a lot of times we as citizens wouldn't know about things without our reporters and the media. Wouldn't know about companies doing this or things doing that because a lot of times the feds and our Investigators aren't necessarily just going after people willy-nilly. It's usually, a lot of times, it's the media and reporters who are helping uncover things or bring things to light that we as taxpayers and citizens and others need to know. So I think they serve a valuable purpose. And the reporters who are doing actual reporting, multiple sources, and not trying to be the first to something out so I'm you know I'm not saying all reporters are fair and equal because they're not you'll see people who just hear something that they want to be the first I think that's what we live in now is everybody wants to be the first first to break something with Twitter and social media because that's what it's all about but <clears throat> I do think at the end of the day all the media outlets of course are trying to make money so you're Every outlet, your liberal, your media, your conservative, they've got a base that watches, and they're going to, in the day, 
they're gonna do it ourselves. And I think that's the part where all of us have to read through that because I'm kind of sick and tired of two months. This really, yes. I mean, I try to stay informed, but it's hard to stay informed when it's opinions a lot of people who really shouldn't be giving an opinion. Just tell me the facts and let me try to live my life. Damn. It's a long ass rant on uh, Corona. But I'm going to send you up my chest, I guess. Well, only got about yeah, nine minutes, eight minutes left on elliptical. I'm on a 132 heart right now. I'm a little hill climb, but realize that I've not kept my speed where I need to be on this today's workout. But I like for my heart rate to be a little higher. Should have been on the hill climb, but like I said, I need to make sure I keep it going. It's one thing about these, I enjoy the podcast, but I need to kind of lose focus. It's one thing I'm awful at. Multitasking? Don't ask me to multitask. And really, thinking about it, multitasking just means you're half acid and on, on the on two task. And so we all do it. I do it. I do it all the damn time. I'm still probably doing it today or whenever. But I really start unfocusing on something else. So I need to do a better job. I'm really paying attention to what's what's going on instead of doing that. You know, in terms of exercising, you know, I think one thing that this this past week taught me is, man, I feel so much better when I exercise. I wish I could start my day with it. I really need to focus more of getting sleep and exercise it in the morning because it really helps my day because these afternoon activities that I'm doing today it's good it is good but I feel better my brain feels energized and so it's like you know what I do these more in the morning which I do sometimes it really helps my day just go better because I just helps me going so you know a tip is for you all out there is to can do it in the morning. Great. And, you know, movement's good, so maybe it's something a little lighter in the afternoon. But in the day, if you don't have any other options, just doing something, regardless of the time, will help. I say all that because, my, you know, this past week, it's challenging. I mentioned earlier, working, schooling, parenting, everything else. Trying to find time for this. It can be stressful, and so you need to you know, we talked about food last time, about me and my eating house. It was better this week for all you that care. Not the best, but better. I think mental health is something that gets overlooked. I know uh, there are people who focus on it, but I think it gets overlooked sometimes. We can talk about that more next time. Uh, be a good topic to remember guest. Davey, he comes on and talk about UFOs and talk about the mental health and talk about this corona. 
he's a psychologist by trade, so he can obviously pull in a lot of good stuff for us. Well, I'm babbling on about my week and Corona. I probably got more to talk about, but I did want to make sure I take some questions from you all. So, uh, got a few questions. Thanks to Joe again for getting that number up. I thought I had it written down somewhere and uh, dang it, I can't find it. I'll get that to y'all. It has to be a quick, you know, maybe put on the on the podcast uh, main view that number to call in for questions. I really want to take those questions for you. I appreciate Joe weeding these down for me and getting them here. My first question is from Cal from Spartanburg. Oh, Cal. Cowboy. I hear you, Cal. Cal says, and maybe we can record these next time, Joe, and get these. <clears throat> oh, that's a good idea. So I just had a question for the podcast. I was run- <clears throat> wondering what old man does for hydration and recovery during and after his workout. That's a great question, Cal. You know, I'm no expert in this, so I'm still learning myself, you know, still trying to figure it out. Recovery is important. Cal's a, a accomplished bike rider, and he does some serious rides, so he knows about recovery. Cal, you know what, I'm going to put you on to talk about that, but I, what I do is, you know, water man. It's coffee and water, and unfortunately alcohol, but I guess that's fortunate too. helps my sanity. That's what I do. Now I don't drink alcohol during my exercise. I wouldn't recommend it. Maybe it'd be a good one. I don't know. HTO. Really working on that. Drink a lot of that before. Help with help with that, and pound it out afterwards. I've got a 32 ounce bottle here with me. Try to sip on, but really want to make sure I stay hydrated with that. Um, recovery, you know, stretching, I think stretching's good, I'm really focusing on stretching, breathing, um, and not just going and laying down and sitting down, I mean, I don't, it's not intentional, I mean, I really don't, I don't go sit down and lay down, I kind of stay moving, uh, if I did in the morning, like I said, I'm, I'm out doing other stuff, I'm out to work, after I get off of here and do my stretching and core stuff, I'll be, you know, helping get dinner together, getting some stuff picked up, you know, kind of organizing for the next day. So I really try to keep the muscles loose as much as I can, and then we'll, you know, eventually kind of wind down and relax and watch some TV and call it a day. But we'll get Cal on to talk about his workouts and what he does on that. We got Jared from Texas. Do you wear shorts or regular shorts for exercise shorts or exercise shorts? And are you combining it like we talked about on the Vortex? So are you wearing Under Armour or biking the attire? Right. I don't think Joe vetted this question very well. Um, but, you know, Jared, you know, God bless him. He's, he tries sometimes, but... I think I get what you're saying here. Shorts. I wear shorts. Um, I've got shorts on today. Um, some boxers. 
some, I guess, I don't want to call them boxers, they're more briefs. The other day, I had on some running shorts. I wear that, go in between those. I do wash mine, like some people I know. So, go with what I can. Just depending on what I'm doing, you know. Um, depending on what activity you're in. Um, running shorts are good, you want something you know, to kind of keep things together. And uh, those shorts are good. Um, having that compression is good. I, I like it sometimes, but sometimes I just, just depends. It's all about being comfortable. I know there's scientific reasons or people say to do this, like shaving your legs or blah, 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 blah. Maybe it's down to it. I don't mean diddly squat, it's just cosmetic. Um, I think the biggest thing is <clears throat> be comfortable. And our last question. Let's see. Where'd it go? This is from Mark from Cola. What do you think is the meaning or purpose of life? And do you ever get the desire to sit while you pee? Man, our last question, Mark, went deep. You know, I tell you, a good book to read to help you with that is The Alchemist by Pablo Cohen, I think that's right, but it's The Alchemist. That book was a kind of a life changer for me. It really, really does kind of help um, find that for you. Um, you know, I think what I'll do is I'll save that question for next time. We just finished our exercise on the elliptical, 35 minutes, 3.4 miles. Our maximum heart rate was, well, that ain't right, 191. But, you know, 35 minutes strong there and feeling good. I'm going to walk around for a minute, kind of cool down just to get the heart rate a little bit lower before I jump into our um, exercises. But, uh, you know, back to Mark's question. You know, I'll leave with the alchemist. I'll leave you with that, and we'll talk more next time about that question, about the meaning of life, about the purpose of life. I will quickly answer, do I sit while I pee? Typically, I do not. There's occasions where I may have to go number two, and uh, during that, during those occasions, there may be some. Uh, um, you have to have some urination. But typically, I'm a stander, and so hope that clears it up there, Mark. But we'll get back to your other question at a at a different time. So um, I'm about to, like I said, do some core, do some other activities here. Um, I don't want to get into too much while, while we do this, but I just appreciate you all out there. Um, be a little bit more organized next time. If you have any topics or anything you want to feedback for, for just let me know, drop me a line, call the line. I'll put that on the, uh, on the podcast and, uh, we'll, we'll kind of look forward to more to come. Like I said, we'll have some guests on the podcast, be exercising with us while we exercise. 
may extend the exercise in a little bit more. Probably could have done a little bit more time today since I had more topics to cover and ran out of time. And uh, keep any questions. Didn't really get a chance to go into my week. Uh, and so we'll, we'll tough it, touch that. And, you know, if it requires us to hit a few more podcasts than once a week, we'll do that as well. Like I said, this thing's organic. It's changing. Who knows what's going to happen. Again, that's it for now. I'm going to go jump on the on the mat here, do, do a few exercises, work on that core, and then I'm going to uh, do some recovery. already sipped on some water and do some more stretches. So, thanks again. You guys all have a fantastic week. Old man out.